That's why I talk about things. We need to be crazy happy because, you know, like in your journey, like whether it's like, I'm going to get my, my dream to go to college football, but that doesn't work. Right. And then you get start playing sports again and then you end up out in LA and then, and then, you know, you got all, you got it all going on. You know what I mean? Like according to what you're like, this is what's going to make me happy. I'm, I'm out here with my cousin, you know, I'm in LA, you know, I got, I got the whole thing going. I, you know, and then, but, but really you think you're going to find happiness there, but all you find is emptiness there. Welcome to the special Friday edition of Jesus is Real Radio, featuring Pastor Daniel Fusco and host Billy Hallowell. Each week we share a conversation between Daniel and Billy, and sometimes special guests join in. Through all of the ups and downs of life, you often find that the things that you thought would make you happy, that would give you satisfaction, don't fulfill you the way you thought they would. Today, Pastor Daniel and Billy talk with Rashawn Copeland about how Jesus rescued him and filled those empty places. Now, here's Pastor Daniel and Billy with this special Friday edition of Jesus is Real Radio. How did that change your life? So, yeah, from that point, uh, I was trying to figure out, you know, I, I have seeds of faith like planted in me, you know, uh, words of affirmation. People were coming to me and encouraging me through that season. But at the end of the day, I didn't have discipleship. Nobody was really walking. I wasn't following anybody as they were following Christ. I had a Bible handed over to me and I read something in Proverbs 19.21 that impacted me. Many are the plans of a man's heart but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Cause I had many plans. My plan was to go to uh, uh, Nebraska and play ball. And, you know, it was to have this amazing sort of uh, uh, path to the NFL, but at the end of the day, it was all in shambles. So it was opening my eyes up, but at the end of the day, I didn't, I wasn't being discipled and poured into in that way. So I either was a false convert or backslid really bad or a terrible prodigal. And I went, Back off into the world. When I got into junior college, God ended up, you know, restoring me, getting me back to a position where I can physically play sports, which I was thankful for. However, I chose to go down the path that Psalms 1 tells us not to go down. You know, blessed is he who does not walk in step with the wicked, nor take the way that sinners take or sin the company of mockers, but blessed is he who delights in the law of the Lord. But I chose those paths. So I end up really having to, um, Face the consequences of what came with those. I went to jail in college several times. I was sleeping around with a lot of women, end up having my first child out of wetlock. Um, and I was doing anything and everything I can to, to prove myself. Uh, and I ended up going to commission into the army. And this was the big wake up call. Uh, me and my boys were out drinking and we were going to strip clubs and things like that. And we got in a lot of trouble one night. Uh, and that sort of provoked me to think of other things outside the military. You know, me as a commissioned army officer, one of the worst things you can do is get a dishonorable discharge. And I didn't want to go that route. So I decided, hey, if if I were to get out right now, get my army medical degree and then go back to Oklahoma 
as a reserve guy and forfeit being an active duty guy, will you guys just let me off and let me just go reserves? They said, yeah. So I went to go in the reserve uh, component of the military. And this is what happened, brothers. Basically, comparison drove me to Los Angeles, where my cousin was. He was an actor. He was in movies with Zac Efron, American Pie. He was the only black guy in these movies. And I was like envious of my cousin, but yet I was celebrating him. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go out there, hit my cousin up, and I'm going to live with him. So when I went out there, you know, we start kicking it, having a great time. I started working really hard. I was big on Vine, big on social media. My platforms are growing, growing around him. I end up being a hype man for Soldier Boy. I had the house in the valley, a G-Wagon, everything a man could want. You know, a beautiful girl who was at USC in law school while I was dabbling in, you know, entertaining a girl in the porn industry at the same time. It was bad, guys. I was in a dark spot. And I just remember one night sitting in my house in the valley, just wondering, why am I here? Because everything, I mean, I'm getting the money. I got everything I felt I wanted, but I'm still empty. You know, how can I outwardly feel so su successful, but inwardly be miserable, right? And then all, all of a sudden, I was like, I'm going to just take my life. I went down the hall, grabbed a pistol, and walked back down the hall, which felt like an eternity, got on my knees, put the pistol in my mouth and I'm shaking, sweating. I put the pistol down, pick it back up, put it in my mouth, shaking, sweating, did the same thing over and over. And then all of a sudden, thankfully God shined the light and opened my eyes so I could see, <laughs> but he used the cell phone that lit up in the dark that night. And I gripped, picked it up and I swiped. And then there was a young lady. Her name was Genesis was the only Christian girl I knew that went to Baylor university, but her post that came to my attention that night said this, oh, how wide, how deep, how vast the love of God is, and nothing in all creation can separate us from this love that's found in Christ Jesus. And when I start reading and reading, I start weeping and weeping. I unload my soul to the Lord that night, and it was heavy, but I unlo unloaded it to him, and he met me there. So that wow. was the time I was, I was over. I was done. Well, you know, I wow. think for all of us, like, you know, when you hear that story, and that's why I talk about things, we need to be crazy happy because, you know, like in your journey, like whether it's like, I'm going to get my, my dream to go to college football, but that doesn't work. Right. And then you get to start playing sports again. And then you end up out in LA and then, and then, you know, you got all, you got it all going on. You know what I mean? Like, according to what you're like, this is what's going to make me happy. I'm, I'm out here with my cousin, you know, I'm in LA, you know, I got, I got the whole thing going. I, you know, and then, but, but really you think you're going to find happiness there, but all you find is emptiness there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, and, and then all of a sudden in the midst of having everything, but realizing I'm not really fulfilled, then all of a sudden Jesus reveals himself to us. And, 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 and I'll just be honest with you. I can speak for not only Billy and myself, but all of us, like, I know that Satan wants to steal, kill and destroy. And I'm just so grateful. Yeah. I'm just so grateful for your phone lighting up, for, for you not taking that step. Because, you know, with all that God is doing in and through your life now, I mean, wh whether it's, you know, the book and there's so much in there to talk about and, and, and the way that God is using you on social media, it's a huge part of the ministry for you. I didn't know you were an early viner, so I'm going to have to go back and, and, and see the old vines and see, see, you know, see what that all looked like, you know. Um, but, but then also, 
you know, with, as God uses you to share his, you know, the love of Jesus in, in your, in your unique gift of evangelism, you know, like Satan wanted to steal, kill and destroy so that all these folks wouldn't come to meet with Jesus. And so, so talk a little bit about that. Talk about like, so, so now, you know, you're walking with Jesus and now all of a sudden, you know, all these things start unfolding. So start, start talking about that season for us. Love that. Love that. So, you know, I'm going to end off like where it sort of all ended that night. Then I'll bring us right back here. But after I fell asleep that night um, and I had this utterance at four in the morning to look underneath my bed, which was so weird. I got up and I ran over and I turned on the light and I ran back to my bed. I threw the covers over my head and I just started praying, trying to talk to God the best I knew how. But um this house I lived in really quick was a house that our talent agency in New York would bring us different talents and different actors, actresses, uh, rappers, all type of people were in that house. Uh, and they, someone had left the suitcase. When I looked under there, there was a suitcase and I pull it out and I crack it open. There was these dirty clothes. They really was stinky that night, but there was a book on top of it. Guess what book it was? It's the Bible. The B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand upon the word of God. Yes, the B-I-B-L-E. And when I opened it up, bro, I started to read it. It started to read me. <laughs> I went to the red letters. That, that was, those were the ones that stuck out, right? So I go to these red letters and they were the words of Jesus. I'll never forget it. But it said this. If anyone wants to be my disciple, they must deny themselves, pick up their cross and follow me. He that wants to keep his life must lose it, but he that loses his life for my namesake shall gain it. And then the next words hit me head on like a semi-truck. And it said this, oh, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world, but yet lose his soul? I was like, I'm done. I'm done. And I began to ask God, like, what do I do next? What do I do next? I was like born again. I felt like in that moment, I began to see the whole world different, bro. And uh, I put on a book bag and put as much stuff as I could in there. And I left out of my house in the valley, left the car, left the G-Wagon, went to the city bus stop, sat there. And matter of fact, guess what? I stole the Bible that night. Matter of fact, it's the number one stolen book in the world. And I sat at this uh, bus stop for hours reading the word of God, reading the word of God, letting it read me and get into me and feel me. And then all of a sudden I get on the bus and I ride it for like several more hours. And it finally gets me after a couple of transfers to downtown L.A. When I get down to downtown L.A., I'm sitting at the bus stop with homeless men, talking to them about Jesus, my new faith and hearing about what do they know about them and things like that. But I end up getting on the Greyhound bus back to Oklahoma City. And uh, sleeping on my brother's floor in a dorm room. And I really got planted back in the church. Men of God began to pour into me like no other, other disciple me, which was a longing of my heart I never experienced. You know, following people as they follow Christ and really exemplifying what it looks like to be a lover of Christ. And, and it changed everything. And to this day, now I devote my life to, you know, sharing Jesus online because that's where he met me. And I want to meet people where they are on there. Uh, so I know the power of social media and, and that's why I'm there and why I'm here now. Right. And I love how, what all what you guys do online. It's just insane. 
the impact that you guys are doing across the board. You talk, we talked about the power of words too. And that message, you know, a lot of times people are sharing things and you're doing it because you feel led by God to do it. And you don't really know what the effect of that's going to be on people. And here's this person who posted something, the phone lights up at the very moment that you have a gun, you know, in your mouth. Right. And that message changed. It was the, it was the catalyst for changing everything. It was obviously God who did that, but in that moment, and you never know, again, going back to your words, how your words are going to resonate on the other side too, yeah. right? The, the positive things that we're putting out and the things about Jesus that we're putting out there. That's amazing to me. I just wanted to go back to that moment when those moments, because it was more than once when you were making, you were thinking, should I do this? Should I not do this? What was going through your head in those moments when you were about to make a decision that could have ended everything for you before you had that epiphany moment? Oh, wow. That's a great question, brother. Two things were going through my mind. Number one, if I were to pull this trigger right now and I were to live, I would have to endure that same pain I went through as a 17-year-old boy laid out on the concrete. And I don't want to go through that, number one. Number two, if I were to shoot myself and die, oh, yes, there's this loving omnipotent, omniscient God who is all seeing, who's infinite in wisdom and knowledge and understanding, but he's holy and just. Am I ready to stand before my maker? And those were the two things were going, you know, in my mind. And I just wrestled between the two. I was wrestling like Jacob that night. I didn't know what would happen for me either way, if I were to do it or not. But by the grace of God, by the mercy of our father, he sends this message in a timely moment. It was, it changed everything, bro. Like I was baptized by fire that night. <laughs> and then the solar yeah. Bible comes, right? Well, yeah. it was funny when you, when you, when you asked about what book was in there, I was trying to like reverse engineer which of Billy's books would have been out around that time. Cause I was just like, I wonder if one of Billy's books got pulled out of there, but I'm like, I was I know thinking Lee Strobel. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe like case for Christ, right? I don't know. I was thinking Bible, but I was like, it, maybe it's not the Bible. Maybe it's case for Christ. But there's something I want to kind of tease out in here. Cause I think that this is really, really important. And it kind of ties back Rashawn to your book, because like right. from, from, from the way that you're speaking, you know, um, both when you first had that, you know, horrible experience where you were shot when you were 17 before college. And then now again, like when you're on, you know, when you're thinking about taking your own life, it's like, you're having God thoughts, but like, so like, so like you believe in the Lord, but you're really not walking with him. Like, 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 so, and, and I think, you know, as a, as a pastor and as somebody who walks with lots of people, I realize that there's lots of us in that place, like where, where you're like, I believe in God, but like the reality of who Jesus is, is not coming to bear on my daily decisions. Like, so like, you're like, you're thinking about like, man, if I, if I were to, if I were to take my life, like I don't want to stand before a holy God, but at the same time, like earlier in the day, you know, you're doing drugs and you're hanging out with, with girls in the adult entertainment industry. And so it's like, so, but to go back to your book now, you know, like your book, start with where you are. The subtitle is how God meets you in your mess, loves you through it, and then leads you out of it. And then you go from this experience now where you're like, you believe in God, but there's really no fruit no. in your life. And now all of a sudden you're like, you're downtown LA and you're sharing the gospel yeah. with people that you're meeting down there. And, and that reality now, all of a sudden it's like, and then you fast forward into the subsequent weeks and months, not that it's all up and to the right in a straight line, but yeah. now all of a sudden it's like, God is bringing you, he's meeting you in this. He's, his love is kind of 
bringing you through this. And then he's leading you into, you know, what is now like, you know, you're married, you have a beautiful bride, you have gorgeous kids. It's like you're writing books, you're sharing the gospel on social media. So talk a little bit about like, cause I was right now, people who are listening to this, some people are like, dude, that's totally me. I believe in God. I even listen to the crazy happy podcast with Daniel and Billy and Rashawn today. But like my life is kind of just all jacked up right now. I'm making all the wrong decisions. Talk to them. Awesome. Love it, man. Um, it's never too late to start again. Every morning we all have to start over again. And I just want to encourage someone out there uh, that even if you feel too far off, you're not too far to be reached. Even if you feel broken, you're not too broken to be fixed. If, if you feel unworthy, you're not too unworthy to be loved. Uh, the reason why Jesus came, he didn't come for perfect people, uh, but he came for those who have blemishes and gaps, those who don't have it all together. And you can approach him like that every single day. Matter of fact, the Bible talks about God loves the sacrifice of a broken and a contrite heart. That's the type of offer, offering that he'll accept. You know, so we got to come before him humble hungry as beggars, like saying, God, I need you every single day. And that's the perfect place to be. I love what David said in uh, Psalms 51 really quick. He said, I cried out to the Lord and the Lord, Lord heard his cry. And he said, he set his foot upon a rock, gave him a per- firm place to stand. We all need to remember if we want to stand on firm ground in the, today's shaky world, we need to start with him every single day. Uh, and I, I think that's some encouragement that'll go a long way if we uh, allow it to. I love that. So good. Now, if you were to say, here's one, one idea in my book that like, just kind of, I know it's like, it's for me, this is what I want really people to take away from it. Like, like if there's one thing that they can take away from it, you know, obviously Jesus is the center, you know, then from there, like, this is what I, I I had to say this for this reason. Love it, brother. I think it goes back um, to, I learned something again from David, a psalmist that I'm in love with. <laughs> like, I love that guy. Um, but I learned that brokenness is the place where it stops us. It kills our progress. Um, it causes us to hit a dead end. So when we're at this dead end, we see that all that we have, all that we are, all that we're we're doing and becoming is utterly insufficient apart from Christ. So brokenness is a good place. Uh, I love what David says. Sometimes um, uh, he said, let these bones you have crushed, let them rejoice in uh, Psalms 51. And it reminds me like sometimes God breaks us in order to save us. And I I love that, man, because if he didn't break me, there was no saving. I wouldn't I wouldn't have needed a savior. You know, it was all about Rashawn. I was self-righteous. I was a hedonist and I needed to be crushed um, and broken in order to see the beauty of the cross and why he was crushed and broken for me. Well, you know, and it's such a beautiful, you know, obviously that Psalm is, uh, is extraordinary. And if you, if, for those of you watching, listening, you know, go read Psalm 51, go, you know, yeah. go steal a Bible, you know, and uh, if you don't have one and, or go up on your favorite browser window, type in Psalm 51 and read it. But there's that beautiful picture uh, where the Lord is our shepherd. And and as the story goes, I've, ne- I've never been a shepherd of sheep, uh, like actual animals. But when a sheep is prone to stray a lot, as as I've read from people who've done this and talked to different people, that when a sheep strays a lot, at some point, the shepherd loves the sheep so much that he would actually discipline the sheep by, by breaking his leg and then putting the sheep on his shoulders and he bears the sheep up. And, and what they say is that as when the sheep, when their leg heals, they never stray again. 
Mm. You know what I mean? And so that idea of that, you know, and I know this is tough. And, and, and of course, you know, when the Bible says, you know, whom the Lord loves, he chastens or he disciplines. Yeah. Most of us don't like that because maybe we had fathers who were severe, who were abusive, who were angry. But, you know, really the picture in the scriptures is that God is such a loving father. He loves us so much that he'd be willing to chasten us. But he doesn't do it because he's mad at us. He doesn't want to do it because he just wants to like, you know, blow off some steam because he's stressed out from what he's got to do. He does it because he cares so much. And that's what you're talking about, that sometimes when life is breaking down, it's actually our our, our heavenly father who loves us so much, who's willing to say, I love you too much to let this keep going like this. So I'm going to let things fall apart so that I can put you on my shoulders. I can, I can restore you back to health so that you won't stray anymore. And then your life can take on all the characteristics that he created us and our lives to take upon. Well, why do we raise our own kids the way we do, right? You discipline, you send your daughter to your room, to her room. You, you do The things you have to do so that they act the right way. Nobody likes it. Nobody wants to be disciplined, right? But if you don't do it, you're going to raise monsters, right? And so if we're not disciplined, we're going to be disconnected, maybe not monsters, but disconnected people who aren't in line with where we where we are meant to be. And we can't recognize where we're supposed to be without that sometimes. Come on. That's so good, y'all. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rashad, I, I know that we could be here and we could literally talk all day and we would have a great time doing yeah. it. But but I realized that I want everyone to go out and check out your book, Start Where You Are. You guys are, when you guys watch, you're going to love. But if people want to connect with you directly, so I know that you got all the social media handles, you've got a great podcast. I mean, like, so if people are looking to connect directly with you, Rashawn, where do they find you? Amazing, bro. Just any social media platform, Rashawn Copeland, uh, you can search it. Uh, the book, Start Where You Are, book.com or anywhere you can buy books, preferably at the store, Barnes & Noble if you got it. But if not, Amazon would be awesome. Good, good. And so, and everyone's going to be, they're going to be hitting you up and everything. And so, listen, on behalf of Rashawn Copeland, love you so much, bro. On behalf of Billy Hallowell, love you so much, Billy. So, and I'm still waiting for my picture of of you on the Peloton with it's the, coming. It's with, coming. With, I want, I want, I want the, the, the headband, the headband and everything. You're going to get the whole, yeah, it's going to be great. And his headband is going to say, start where you are. That's where it's going to say, it. you know, right across the front. That's what you, you should have gotten. We're headband, workout headbands, Rashad, to advertise your book. You really yeah. missed the boat on that. Not kidding. Come those. On. Yeah. It's not too late. <laughs> but on behalf of all of us, listen, Thank you so much for joining us today on Crazy Happy with me, Daniel Fusco. Thank you for uh, rating it, leaving comments. Thank you for reaching out on social media and saying, hey, I'm checking out this podcast. You know, this has been great. Thank you so much. It means the world to us. And, and we just want to continue to, to encourage people to be sprinkling God's happiness all over this busted up, broken world full of sin. And one of the things I love is that, you know, we're part of this world. We have the same characteristics, but Jesus takes us. He does a work in our lives. He's like, okay, now I'm going to send you back in, but I want to send you back in as salt and light. And so, you know, mm -hmm. I was just telling someone that, that the light fixture does not need the light, but the room does, you know, wow. the, 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 the salt shaker doesn't need the salt, but the meat does. And that's why Jesus said, you're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. And so we're going to be doing that. We're going to start right where we are. We're going to let God meet us in our mess. We're going to let him love us through the messes that we're in, as Rashawn's been teaching us. And we're going to let him lead us out of it so that we can join other people in their messes and bring Jesus with us. So on behalf of all of us, we love you. God bless you. Let's stay crazy happy. Take care. Jesus is
No matter where you are in your life, no matter what's going on or how broken things may seem, God is near. Today, Pastor Daniel, Billy, and Rashawn Copeland reminded you that God wants to meet you in your present moment, in all the pain and brokenness. They talked about how God loves you through all that's going on and wants to lead you in a new direction, one that's filled with hope, peace, and purpose, one filled with Him. If you'd like to listen to more from the Crazy Happy Podcast, you can visit JesusIsRealRadio.com or look for Pastor Daniel Fusco on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to subscribe so you'll be notified each time a new edition is posted. And then be sure to join Pastor Daniel and journalist Billy Hallowell for more discussions and interviews that are relevant to your life today. Now back to Josh with a preview for next Friday's edition. Among the big questions of life are those about truth and love. Is there such a thing as truth? What is love? What does it look like lived out? And what do truth and love have to do with each other? Next time, Pastor Daniel and Billy will invite you to tackle these questions with them, wrestling through some of the implications for your life and how this all relates to living the crazy happy life that God gave you. Well, that's all we have time for on this special Friday edition of Jesus Is Real Radio. For more information, visit JesusIsRealRadio.com. Today's broadcast was produced from the Crazy Happy Podcast with Pastor Daniel Fusco and host Billy Hallowell. Be sure to subscribe to the Crazy Happy Podcast today and be sure to join us again for another edition of Jesus Is Real Radio.